But weird is part of our repertoire, Gavin, and that's a great way to start episode 143 of the Overclock ZA podcast. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you. Um, we'd appreciate it if you spoke to us more. They'll come, like, fight with me on Twitter at least. And um, even more important, tell all your friends about how you've caught up the tech news of the week in a simple half-hour podcast. You know what products are hip and cool. You know what's coming down the tech pipeline. Never use the word hip and cool on oh, this podcast sorry. again. I'm hip and cool for a 52-year-old, okay? In fact, I'm not even hip and cool for a 52-year-old. It's going to fall for sure. It's not going to fall. It's not going to fall. Okay. Um, yes, I am Lindsay Shooter's uh, reluctant tech journalist. That opinion guy.co.za is where you find me on the internet. Sharpshooters is what I go as on the social medias, S H A R P S C H U T T E R S. And I'm joined as always by the editor of the continent's biggest consumer technology magazine called Tech Magazine. His name is Gavin Dudley. Hello. Gavin Dudley. Hello, you know me. Gavin, um, we are both rugby watchers and Mm. supporters. It is the one thing. I actually got into a conversation with somebody. Because there we were on Friday night trying to watch some live TV on the Apple TV DSTV app. Mm-hmm. So the Apple TV can only display on an HDMI um, TV, right? Okay. It only, it only works with an HDMI? Oh, well, it only yes. has an HDMI connection. Yes. It doesn't out, have right. like a screen. So, like, I understand... Multi-choice enforcing HDCP um, ah. digital rights management on streaming, so you cannot cast, you cannot cast your From a mobile cost. device onto your TV. Yeah, you cannot yeah. cast live TV or yeah. like certain catch-up things or yeah. So I understand that on mobile devices, I I understand, but because on the I, yeah. Apple TV app, bro, like. And are you sure it was a limit? It was a, a DSTV yes, constraint that had been put in place that prevented up, you from doing it. It put up the uh, this is not HC well, HDCP compatible, and it's like okay, because I'm using the DSTV app on my TV through what on its own. It runs on the TV. Yeah, on yeah. the TV. Yes. So uh, what I think is the multi-choice developers were updating all their apps for iOS 15. And then instead of targeting like by serial number or like by device code, they targeted just, they didn't flip the right switch. Mm-hmm. So they left the processor switch. And because the Apple TV uses the A8 processor, it uses the mobile processor, and tvOS is pretty much just a the jig on Light skin, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why it started doing that there as well. Because then I tweeted them and they were like, we will forward this feedback no, 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 no. to our department. But please continue to use the um, browser on your phone <laughs> or on your mobile device. Uh, okay, so the bottom line is that if you have a DSTV subscription, you automatically also have use of the app. And the app then will run on your phone, run on your tablet, um, and also run on the TV. So even if you don't have a decoder, you can get pretty much your full DSTV suite just using the app on the TV. Don't need the decoder, don't need the dish. But as we're discovering, they have found ways to prevent you from casting this from your phone onto the TV. Reason being that if you have a phone subscription to DSTV, it's super cheap and they don't want you using it as though it's a full-fledged TV product. They want you to be constrained to your phone or tablet because that's all you've paid for, apparently. Yeah, but this is important because Multitrace is trying to <laughs> change their business model. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, I am still deeply suspicious of the fact 
that they are losing premium subscribers hand over fist and their revenue keeps going up. Their revenue is going up even though they've had almost no rugby season. They've had almost, I don't know what they paid for the rugby rights. So, so take us through. So now they are offering subscribers. You pay a compulsory 300 rand per month for 67 DSTV premium channels. Those are all like so, the main channels so that you know and So just love. remember like BBC is pulling out. Um, Disney will pull out yes, as of next year. Yeah. And others. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of others that are I also... I wonder if ESPN will go with Disney, because they're owned by Disney. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, I, I don't know how that's going to work out. So, okay. you, so for, for a decreasing number of like of like channels, channels. you now get, you're paying 300 Rand. And then you can choose one of the following three sports packages. Come on, Gary. Give it okay. to us. So, there are three packages. One is three, two of them are 350 Rand, and one of them is 500 Rand. The 500 Rand one covers all the sport. So, all the sport that you associate with DSTV, you're going to pay an extra 500 Rand. That is, on top of the 300 Rand you're already paying per month, adds up to 800 Rand, which is largely in line with what you're paying right now for a premium subscription, about around 900 Rand, I believe. Mm. So, I don't know what the benefit of doing it this way is. So, the sub-sports packages is there's a soccer-only one, you get a couple of other sports, but no rugby, no cricket. And then there's a rugby-only one where you don't get any soccer, any football, or any cricket. So, you can have a package, you get the basic DSTV package, um, covers, you know, a bit of uh, cartoons, covers a bit of news, covers a bit of movies and series, all that stuff. And then you can add on either football or rugby or all the sports which is 500 Rand, which I can't see the point. So how has the consumer benefited? So I, don't know. I would actually do the 300 and then the rugby pack. Well, especially since you can turn it on and off month to month. So while the rugby championship is on, you can just turn it on for a yes. month and then turn it off. Yeah, and then go with like the football one or whatever. Or, or none. So yeah. I think, yeah, I, th I think there's a great deal in, in hindsight. And then DSTV Internet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where this is coming from. Okay, so they, in America, it's quite common for the cable companies, the equivalent of DSTV, yeah. to also offer internet access as part of the package. So this is slightly new for us to have DSTV offered to connect you to the internet. But the important thing is that it's not fiber, it's only on uh, wireless, so using MTN. So it comes in right now, it'll come in off your 4G, but in the future it'll probably come in off your 5G. I don't know. And you can get these three packages, 25 gigabyte, 110 gigabyte, and 220 gigabyte. That's how much data throughput they're giving you. Of course, you can use the, you can use the internet for anything, not just for streaming DSTV. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you can see the packages there. 25 gig, that'll last me, I don't know, a couple of days at best. Um, not even. Is that just for DSTV, though? No, I... I think so. You so think? one thing, one thing I must say, I must say, I'm now back to airtime sort of or Vodacom money. Mm. Okay. Um, one of those YouTube's flexi vibes. So when I buy a five gig, um, and the prices came down again. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what data costs anymore. <laughs> oh, me, every me time neither. I try and it's buy, every yeah. time I try and buy a bundle, it's different. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's like moving around, 50 man. rand, like in it. <sighs> um, anyway, but I consistently get a three gigabyte YouTube bundle with a five gig purchase, which is amazing. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got three gigabytes yeah. plus YouTube. That's just for YouTube. Okay. Now, the benefit of, of buying YouTube is it kills all the ads, right? No, 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 no. no, no. Not that. What do you, then what I are you I buy a to? five gigabyte 
Oh, only bundle. for watching YouTube? No. No, okay. A general one. Then I get, alongside the 5 gig that I paid for, I get 3 gigabytes of YouTube access. Okay. Yeah. All right. Which is, is glorious. Because that's that's what you, you're a big YouTube consumer. Yes, yeah. massive YouTube consumer. Mm. Um, so, so on the DSTV internet package, the entry level is 25 gig. It must only be for... DSTV usage because 25 gig is not going to last you more than two or three days yeah. at most. So you can stream 25 gigs worth of DSTV for 230 rand a month. That's the, just the cost of the internet connection. And for 110 gigs, that'll probably last you half a month is 500 rands worth of internet. And just for streaming. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and the big package, 220 gigs probably for heavy usage throughout the month on DSTV is 800 Rand. That is exactly what I'm paying my existing internet service provider. I don't understand what the for benefit uncapped. would be. Yeah, for uncapped. On fiber, no how. So I don't understand what would be the benefit of doing this with I DSTV. I don't know. I think they're targeting all those people who are struggling to get conventional internet to their homes because they live in informal dwellings or something. Yeah. Somehow DSTV, you, you can pass an informal settlement and see satellite dishes up all over the place. So in a sense, maybe they know that they have consumers who are informal settlement dwellers and maybe this works for them to get them internet. I don't know. Okay, but that's enough about multi-choice. But I, what is important is that they've acknowledged that satellite transmission might be on the way out yeah. and they need to move their whole business model to data yeah yeah um department of justice oh my gosh this was <laughs> we missed a story last week yeah um, yeah yeah uh, it's, it's a two-part thing because it actually starts last year when some ransomware hackers broke into the office of the chief justice mm. at the time what crossed my mind is that these people had been commissioned by various gangsters in government to yeah. maybe wipe out evidence of their wrongdoing, which would prevent prosecutions. I'm looking at you, Mr. Makashule, and others like him, perhaps. So that's what crossed my mind when they broke into the office of the Chief Justice, because only a few weeks before that, they'd actually physically broken in and walked off with a whole lot of computers. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to prosecute these people if they keep stealing the evidence, you know. And then a couple of days ago, um, hackers did the same thing again. They got into the Department of Justice and Constitutional Development Systems and they encrypted all their data, your classic ransomware move. You encrypt the data so that the users of the data can see all the data. They just can't use it because they don't have the, the decryption key. Then they hold, you hold the key to ransom. They allegedly asked for 50 bitcoins. That amounts to 300, no, 33 million rand is what they asked for in ransomware. Then the Department of Justice comes out and denies that anyone made a claim for money or anything. I just don't think the people who were covering the story made up the figure of 33 million rand, you know, the 50 bitcoins. That comes from somewhere. But now they, they're trying to pretend it wasn't actually a ransomware attack. But it's just shocking to me that such high-level government departments, you know, it's not like the Department of Water and Sanitation or something like that. These are heavyweight departments. Mm can have these kind of security holes in them. Although, what we should be learning from this is that nothing anywhere is terribly secure, no matter what. Yeah, mm. and then they hit the South African National Space Agency as well. Mm. But according to their release, it was just publicly obtainable. So it was like white yeah. papers and stuff okay. that they had published on. It was uh. on, an, on an external server. Um, okay. That they got a hold of. It was like it was a sub, it was like forty or fifty gigs worth of mm. of data that they had pulled, but apparently there was no like login credentials or Jeez. anything. Like, 
Yeah, it's, man. It's, it's a problem, man. Yeah, we need an overarching kind of strategy on this stuff across government. Because right now, all these break-ins have been fairly benign. None of us have been affected. But somewhere down the line, they're going to encrypt something really huge, like maybe all the pensioners' data. Mm. And then the pensioners can't get paid out because somebody has locked up the systems. That will have a knock-on effect right through the country, the whole economy, everything. So, you know, we're only a hop and a skip away from a more cataclysmic yeah. kind of ransomware attack, I think. Yeah. Um, so now Telcom is selling off all of its stuff because it's taking various pieces of its business public. Yeah, I mean, this is a trend. Don't you think it's a trend? People have been deciding... We're in the internet service providing yeah. business. And we're SaaS. Yeah, yeah, we're SaaS. <laughs> we don't build masts and fight over permits and you know infrastructure stuff. We just want to deliver the service. And so a couple of companies have started selling off the masts that make up the mobile network. Um, in fact, I think both MT, uh, both MTN and Vodacom have gone a little mm. way down this road. They haven't sold off absolutely everything, but this is where they're going. And the shareholders invariably love this because... You know, you can sell the stuff off for billions of rands and then you lease back, you know, the, yeah. the ability to use that network infrastructure that you originally but built. But you effectively, you're effectively moving the maintenance costs. Away. Yes, yes, to someone yeah. else. So now you're leasing stuff that's not part of your core business. Shareholders love this because they just see a huge windfall of cash, you know. And so, and so companies do this because it pleases the shareholders. And I think globally, this is the trend. Everybody's disposing of these kind of assets that they don't feel are core to the business, you know. Mm. Yeah, and open service also going to go public? Yeah, so so Telcom's masts and towers, which is very extensive, remember, is called SwiftNet, SwiftNet, the, the division that does that. And um, we don't know how much money they're looking for, but it'll definitely be in the billions. And they've got six over 6,000 towers that's included in that package. And because the stock market enjoyed it when they did that immediately they came forward and said the open serve division will be next to go open serve you've probably seen the green stickers on those metal bins around your neighborhood open serve is the infrastructure business which is lays all the fiber lines yeah. and works out all the exchanges all those things which is a very expensive business so you can bet on a lot of money coming in for that too not forgetting that Telcom is still 40% owned by government, which means a huge amount of money is going to land in government's lap. And heaven knows it needs it right now. So, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting sort of thing. But infrastructure is kind of the... It, it's one of those things that people forget. Yeah. So especially yeah. like when people talk about, hey, we need to get more renewable energy on the grid. <laughs> and it's like, okay, fine. Where are you going to put up the wind farms? No, we're going to put it up in the middle of nowhere where there's like a lot of wind and like... Yeah. The middle of the desert where there's like a lot. Of, and it's like, how are you going to get the, the electricity <laughs> to the grid? And bro? get it back again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that maintenance guy is going to drive five hours to go and flip a switch. <laughs> it's like, because they're building a substation yeah. um, kind of on the Western and Northern Cape border. Mm. Um, Western for, and Northern Cape border. Yeah, yeah okay. going up like to Sutherland. So you uh -huh. turn off at Mikey's Fontaine. Mm. Um, and towards where you lose cell phone signal, you start to see like, just wind farms uh -huh. on every hill yeah. and then they're building this massive substation there um and it's all like independently owned stuff so it's like what is that NL mean, independently energy. owned oh you mean there are companies who have erected them it's not yeah. owned by government per se yeah. uh, okay. and it's expensive jobs because they're building mm. it like on top of like mountains yes and and in inaccessible <laughs> places i mean i've seen them driving those propellers over the mountains in these massive pantechnicon trucks yeah. i mean the blades 
are like the size of a rugby field. Okay, this is like the length of the blade yeah. that these trucks have to transport. It's insane to watch them going over mountain so passes. So apparently yeah. in the US, they by 2035, the goal is to reach 75% of the grid must be supplied by renewable sources, mm. so wind and solar mostly. Um, um, but the budget just for the high voltage power lines mm. to bring that electricity on Back board to the community is yeah. like 350 billion dollars yeah. <laughs> okay I and mean, then later on in this episode i have a thing entitled who's going to be our tech personality of the year and i'm putting forward andre de no. i know you're not a big fan but i like i, I decided him. i've decided this man has got probably the toughest job in the in the country after Ramaphosa. But okay, we'll get to that as a separate issue. Um, Moving swiftly. Can, I, can yep. I just ask your opinion on something? Yep. These power ships that are now parked all over the place, I think there's three or four of them parked around the place. But they're not using yeah. it yet. Just today, they've been given a license by NERSA. But now it transpires, they need about six other kinds of licenses. Yes. And it really looks like none of those parties who issue the other licenses are really interested in hearing their story. Yeah. So NERSA has given them the right to generate power, but they need so many other things and nobody's interested in getting them. What is your view on the power ships? Do they, what do they use? Do they use gas or diesel or what do they use? That, that depends. Oh, okay. They use either or. Um, I think they are horrible. Uh -huh. I think they are a horrible investment. I don't like the business models that they have been. Don't like the countries that they are connected to. Mm, um, okay. I don't. <laughs> yeah. A bit of racial prejudice, perhaps. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I wear it on my sleeve. Um, <laughs> I mean, isn't one of them one of them from Turkey or something like yeah, that? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, oh, gosh. Well, I should not have named names, I suppose. Yes. Okay. Uh, Erdogan um, is going to come for you. <laughs> okay. So I understand there's one around the Mossel Bay area because that's where the gas is produced. So I'm guessing he's like a gas a yeah. gas burning one. But there's also one in Cape Town Harbor or close yeah, to Cape but, Town Harbor. Yeah. Hmm. I, I won't pay it too much attention. I okay. think they're going to disappear at some stage. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Because um, remember Madupi is running. Is, is, Ooh, is, is running at nearly full capacity. Not, well, <laughs> sure, it, it's been licensed. Regular breakdown <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah our, our electricity woes are still going to go on for some time there's a lot of behind the scenes work being done the rate is doing a very good job for the record Just, i'm in favor of paying more for electricity i think we've had cheap power for too long yes. and we have, we really could ramp up yes you can't have power. Mm. a seismic shift of activity over to electricity consumption um and still expect to pay the prices that we yeah, were paying yeah, way back yeah. in the day. Mm. When we also expect ESCOM to... One of the problems that ESCOM ran into, one thing that Tarita has communicated, is that they were subsidizing everything that we're doing. Yeah, basically... They were running at a massive loss. Loss. Yeah, and then, I mean, then you hear about theft. And by theft, we don't mean individuals. We mean entire townships, yeah. none of whom pay for the electricity. There are good historical reasons for that, but it's not helping Dorita's story. Yeah. And my understanding is they're now switching off places like Soweto if they don't pay, yeah. their, pay their bill. I just, it's the, radical, the only thing I don't like done. is I wish he would be more transparent about yeah. like the, some of the costs that are now being moved to consumers, um, mm. how the carbon kind of governance laws affect ESCOM now mm -hmm. and how they're trying to reduce their... They're just trying to loosen the noose. Well, it's interesting. I have found him to be quite the opposite. I found him to be very forthcoming and very direct and very balanced and very eloquent in how he explains their position. Yeah. And I, he always answers all I, my questions. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's... He's, I don't think he's lying, uh -huh. but he's lying by omission with a okay. lot of, a lot of right. like, especially the carbon 
impacts. Sure, impacts sure. Of that and, company. I mean, he can't get away from that, though. I mean, before his time, they invested. They tripled down on these coal power stations. Yeah. You know? I mean, and that's, that's what he's inherited. You know? And the country's going into, like, brownout status. You can see how he just needs the power to come back on and figure out the environmental stuff after, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, by now, if you're using an iPhone, you're probably using iOS 15. Um, I like it. Uh, there's a couple of things that aren't applicable to South Africa, I noticed um, in my testing, like that, that kind of VPN sort of feature that they ah, have. Ah, yes, that's quite that, interesting. That's not applicable in South Africa. It's not mm. allowed. Not available I in thought, your region. I thought it was like buried not deep in the Not available in your region. Oh. <laughs> so, so when would you fire that up? Or I assumed it would just fire up automatically when you're doing uh, certain yeah, kinds you have, of You have tasks. to go into your settings and then uh. you, you can set that. Um, okay. And I went digging for it. And then why, it, why would it not be applicable here? I don't understand. I think I mean, there's different laws in different oh, countries. I think I the, the network carriers are not too hot. On, right. Um, okay. Our intelligence agencies. Because you, you can use the VPN to hide the nature of your activities if you were a baddie. Yeah, it's not necessarily a VPN, but it works kind of like a VPN. Yeah, it works like a VPN. Um, the it other thing that I noticed, um, my wife's account, obviously she's running a work email Um she runs a little bit of it on her phone, and mm -hmm. it prompted her to hide her IP address oh. from her IT people. And then if she chose it, then it fails. No, no, it that, 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 that is works. fine. That oh, works. Okay. That, that works great. I think that's okay. important. Um, if, you, if you are not issued the device, if it is your private device that mm. you're doing work stuff on, mm. I feel there is no need for IT to unleash the full might yeah. of its... Yeah. Of its of its tracking I mean, ability. Do you not think though that your private devices create like a chink in the? Corporate yes, it does. Yes, no. it does. Yes, it does. No. Um, but they must just be shored up on their side in terms of the okay, connection and, and pinging right. the thing. They okay. have they have no grounds to be yeah, tracking. It's quite easy to secure that stuff if yeah. you're just picking up your mail. So I'm, I'm very I'm yeah. very happy that that is now an option um, on 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 iOS 15. Okay. Um, what else do we have on iOS 15 now? In the first place. It doesn't just automatically dump on the phone. It does ask you, I want to upgrade you. Can I upgrade you, right? Yeah, or, you yeah. must. Yeah. Okay. All right. And she, she accepted, obviously. Uh, I, I did it for her. Oh, okay. Did, told... you, did you go and pull it or did you wait till it... I pulled it. Okay. Yeah, right. I pulled it. I updated everybody. In mm. Because um... they tend to roll out. They try and roll it out in stages around there the world. Was an so important... that there's not one huge, big dump. Mm. There was an important 14.8 um, that launched last week. That went live right before the Apple event. Actually. Mm. Um, that patched the OSA um, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. uh, that was that was a massively important update. Um, okay. I hope you got that. But anyway, that was included with the iOS 15 mm -hmm. update as well. I think it like added an extra gig um, if you haven't done it before. But yeah, you have a story about a security researcher <laughs> who published details of a lock screen bypass. So I use Notes on my iPad, mm -hmm. and I can access it from my lock screen. Okay. Yes. Right. So you can access it without logging onto the device or uh, without unlocking the device. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Samsung's notes do the same thing, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's mm. a quick note that I'm working on. Um, I can have that like persisted. Can you open an old note or is it only to start a new note? It's the new note that you are busy on. So like mm. I set mine like for the day. So if I start a note. Yes. Um, That's your note for the day. Yeah, yeah, and then then that will be the one that comes up every time. Okay, so so the security vulnerability. This person managed to get access to these notes, which is one of the Apple embedded softwares on iPhone and tablet, 
and he managed to get access to the notes without unlocking the phone and he's calling that a security breach. He, there are videos in how he did it, um, but he apparently uses something in Siri to make that happen. Um, and the point of accessing the note is that people store a lot of confidential information yes. in there, often their own passwords and stuff like that. So that's why he's calling it a security breach. But he's kind of got an axe to grind because the first time he reported a similar kind of uh, quirk in the system, he only got given 5,000 Rand by Apple for as a bug bounty, what they call bug bounty. And he knows that they pay up to $25,000 for a bug bounty and he only got 5,000. So this time around, when he found this new bug, he didn't tell Apple about it. He went public with it the day after iOS 15 launched in order to get as much publicity as possible. And obviously he succeeded in getting my attention, even though it does sound a bit mercenary about it. Yeah, um, yeah, it is, it is a bit of a worry, um, especially for someone who invests a lot of time and effort into like doing Biometric security and setting yeah. up all those sorts yeah, of things. No, man, I just don't regard anything as secure. I don't know how anybody can. Every day, well, certainly in our profession, we hear about breaches of the biggest sort, the biggest companies, the top companies who have bottomless budgets and the smartest people in the world to work on security still get busted. You know, so nothing is secure as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, I, 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 just I, don't I, I feel, I feel you it. on that. Um, mm, you know. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Um, uh, Richard Spoor, did you follow any contro controversy? No, that rings a bell. So we're uh -huh. recording this on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, and Richard Spoor this morning, he's a lawyer, um, advocate. Ah, oh, yes, Spoor, that's right. Yes. He's, he's got his he own He just full-on posted the dick pic on Twitter that apparently was intended to be sent to his wife. So, like, these, these sorts of things People can... People just do not freaking learn. No, but these things Jeez. can happen to anybody. anybody. You can make any... Like, yesterday, oh. I invoiced the client, <laughs> and I just shared, like, my updated rate card. And this is an existing client, and <laughs> oh. we have an oh. agreement to, like, work on the last rate. rates. Okay. And then <laughs> they responded quite quickly. They're like, oh, uh, were, we, were, we, uh, were we warned of the rating? <laughs> and it's okay. like, these slip-ups happen every single day. Uh -huh. So you should consider everything you do on the internet as yeah. insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you cannot think yourself as like infallible to little slips, human error, that sort of thing. Um, but I do believe that just having those things in place, where if someone is going to steal your thing, just to give them something to think about. Before they take your stuff. I'm um, not with you. So like I have dogs. Right. On my property. Uh -huh. We have a large property. I don't expect them to kill somebody. <laughs> but I expect them to like just make the person think. Yes. Do you really want to take that yeah. on? Yeah. So it's like when I set up my... my I try and do the most secure as possible. Oh, I just see. Just to like make it Create a little... as many hurdles as yeah, possible. Just yeah, like okay. is it really worth it? Now you're mm. going to have to go to your other homie and... He's going to unlock the iPhone for you and then you have to pay him a certain yeah, amount. Yeah, and you're okay. Then it's like, just like, just think about it. <laughs> yeah, my version of that is to keep my house looking as shabby as possible so you have no idea that the house is loaded with really expensive gear. <laughs> Unless you listen to this um, podcast. Um, yeah. Gavin lives on the other side of the, of the thank you, <laughs> lentil thank curtain. You. <laughs> <laughs> on the fancy side. Mm. I live out in the sticks. You don't want no part of me either. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it for this week. Uh, my time with the Nova 8 is over. Um, I was quite impressed by it, but I feel that Huawei 
has taken a step backwards. We spoke about it a little bit last week with EMUI 12, where it's not as fluid. Some of the apps that work perfectly on the P40, like Pocket Cast, for instance, mm. work perfectly until you input your details so that it can start syncing with something. Uh-huh. Then it requires like Google services. Yeah. And then it's like, it just fails. It just, I have this one video clip uh, that will be in the review where it just like keeps. Yeah, like it's stuck in a loop. Yeah. 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 And it goes to the home screen. Yeah. Um, same thing with so, Fitbit. The moment you try and like actually, the it shows you the dashboard. The moment you try to actually connect to the watch, um, it just kicks you out. Yeah. So the problem here is the unpredictability of what it does yeah. and does not support. So, I mean, for your average consumer, even if 90% of everything works, but 10% or one important app doesn't work, it's going to really freak you out and frustrate you. So even if 90% of everything worked and one app didn't work, it would be annoying for you. And there's no way of knowing in advance which apps will certainly fail at some point. Even apps that they've tested work fine, except as Lindsay says, until you try and add something. Mm. Yeah, I'm just showing Gavin now the privacy relay. It's currently not supported on the iPhone, in your current way. location. Okay. Is, <laughs> yeah. that a, is that a mini? Is that your wife's mini? No, this is the 8. Oh, oh right. It's the iPhone 8, panels. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's looking like a spanking good-looking iPhone 8 in great nick. Yes. I have to yes, say, yes, well yes, done, sir. Yes. Is that her old age? Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, she's on the mini now. Gosh, that's four years old, and it looks like you took it out of a box. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to oh. piece together a few pennies so I oh, can get I a, see. a 13 Pro. Uh-huh. We still do not have local pricing for it, however, um, although the iPad mini is launching at 9,000 Rand, which is 1,000 Rand more, so it's 899 thousand rand more than what the previous generation ipad mini launched for mm. so yeah i'm expecting a thousand rand increase across the full iphone range as well i will i will have you know dear listeners just as we sign off that Lindsay and i are in couples counseling over our apple problems i'm very sorry the that you had to hear that, yeah. that the that conflicts we've been week. having it's become unproductive and frankly a bit boring so we're going to see where it goes we've got a long way to go in our therapy or maybe not maybe i'll just have a moment of enlightenment do you have a folding phone yet sir no, 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 but it is on the way. I've been assured it's on the way. But I just, um, on the Apple issue, the wife is now lining up to get a new iPhone. Her phone is four years old. Amazing four-year-old phone that is still keeping up is very impressive. That's she's an iPhone 8. An 8 yeah. yeah, so she's on an iPhone 8. It's four years old and is still doing the business. Um, she wants to get a new phone. The best deal she can get is nearly 800 Rand over three years. Okay, 800 Rand a month covers my phone bill, both my children's phone bills, and all my streaming you services. You don't have a device in your phone bill, though. No, I don't. That's okay. But that's just, let's say, she shouldn't either. She's had a phone for four years, you know. So she's also, so for 800 Rand a month on her new iPhone, which is not bad value. It's excellent for what you're getting for the price. It's just such a lot of money anyway. So for that, I'm paying my phone bill, both my kids' phone bills, and all my streaming services. I have like five or six of them. I can't remember. All for the 800 Rand she's paying just on her iPhone. But she's so paying like a device difficult. fee, so it's not yeah, the Apple's yeah. of, the eight, of the 800 Rand she's paying... 400 Rand is... Probably more, probably five or 600 Rand is the actual phone that she's paying yeah. over three years. I would much rather take the money out of my bond and buy the buy phone. Buy the phone for cash, absolutely. Yeah. But who, who has 15,000 Rand cash lying around? I mean, Take it out of your bond, man. Access your yeah, we use that to pay our university fees. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you're going to pay it off over like three years, this is much far better. I'm trying to convince her. Interesting yeah, because rates. at that rate, you end up paying off the phone like nearly three times, yeah. you know, at that at the rate that yeah, the I, I only got the charging. deal that I got um, because I literally told them 
guys, I am going to leave Vodacom. Mm. If I put this phone down, mm. I will no longer be a customer. Which I'm sure was a hollow threat because you've got a pretty, you had a pretty good no, deal with I was them all done. along. I was done. I was done oh. with him. I okay. was 100% convinced. But wasn't she getting a whopping load of data for a yes, nominal fee? Yes, she still does. Oh, okay. Um, so, so then, <laughs> what's the problem? we took the iPhone on, on mm. the contract. Because, okay. And then I went with one of the three-year contracts as well uh -huh. because she had this phone for four years. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and I'm looking at it now. It looks like it just taken out the box, guys. Brand spanking new. The wife as well. Because the phone costs so much money, you look after it super carefully, you put it in the best cover you can, and it comes out looking shining at the end. Anyway. All right, we're uh, done. That's my story for the week. Um, there's a lot of stuff going up this week as well. Um, uh, just the one final point before I sign off, thatopinionguy.co.za is where you'll find everything. But there is a WhatsApp clickbait story going around, not tech journalism's finest day, where they like, your iPhone 6 and iPhone S, original uh, iPhone and your SE fail. will no longer be uh. thingied with WhatsApp and your whatever Android phone. And it's like, guys, give us a definitive word. The phone was launched with iOS 10. So iOS 10 and older and Android 4.1 and older and KaiOS 5.2.1 and older will no longer be supported so it's not about the phone per se it's about the operating system yes. in the first place. so the 6s and the original se launched with ios 10 but they have since been updated like even to ios times. 15 yeah yeah currently those are the oldest devices you can run iOS so 15 even with. if you just upgraded your iphone beyond the, uh, iOS, the 10. ios 10 operating system came with, it automatically will then go on yes, supporting WhatsApp. and it will be mm compatible so remember it's not about the phone it. it's about the version of the operating system you're running so and you've got like to look into that, that first the headline was on bloomberg on oh. new york times in every single south african tech publication shame on you yes and in any case <laughs> one of the, one of the sticking points with Lindsay and i that we'll you know we keep bringing up in our therapy is how many people are actually iphone users well it turns out it's like five percent of south africa but they are a very important five percent for various reasons so you know it's still important that we we know what's going on in apple world but that's my story that opinion guy is where you find me on youtube as well and shop shooters on social media come fight no don't even fight maybe maybe i'll put out a picture of something by accident i don't know Maybe from the waist down. <laughs> Kevin, what's <laughs> like, up like with you? Like that guy. Yeah, like Spur. Yeah. Um, I have just put together our gifting guide for the end of the year. So the next issue of Tech Magazine, it's not necessarily the best value stuff, but it's really there to stimulate your thinking around what gifts you might get for people. The, the standout product is the Samsung Smart Monitor M5 that I've tried to convince Lindsay you should look at. Because that is, like for me, a whole new tech category in the making. Okay, have a look at that when it comes out in a couple of weeks. Cool. Over and out. Bye.